Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Tuesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means? That means exactly 11 years from right now, Tom Brady will have got $375 million from CBS or Fox or whatever fool entity decided that he's worth that much. And oh my God, I am jealous. Van, welcome to the show. Good afternoon, my friend. How are you? Well, I just mentioned earlier how Tom Brady is allegedly going to get $10 million or 10 years for $375 million for $37.5 million a year, which puts him on pace to, I don't know, owning anything that he's ever wanted of all time. And I'm hecka jealous. How are you? Uh, Not as good as Tom Brady's accountant, but pretty good. Pretty good. Look, I'll tell you exactly Tom Brady's motivations right now, Fred. He just wants to shove it in Troy Aikman's face and Tony Romo's face. Yes. Every other ex-quarterback, he wants to say, I'm better at being a quarterback than you. I'm a better businessman than you. And now I want to be a better commentator than you. Suck it. TB12's in the house. Do you think he calls himself TB12? You know he does. You 100% know he does. He does like a Stuart Smalley thing like every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Behind the glass, making the show go down, the tag team of Wapo and Wright. What's up, boys? We're here. We're here. Okay, welcome to the program. Right. Mike Vitale got the week off on assignment. He's on assignment. He's out on assignment. Out on assignment. That's Fred, you missed yesterday. I am back. You I, were you were also out on assignment. So I had the allergies yesterday. Oh, is that what it was? So I, are you familiar with the allergies? I, I said you were playing hooky, is it, what I did. Similar to hooky, yeah. but it, instead it was crippling cough. I, I uh, pleaded with the friends of the show and yeah. the loyal listeners uh-huh. to traverse the city. Traverse it. And then go everywhere that sells Bud Light and chicken wings yeah. and spot you playing hooky. On a Monday. On a Monday, because you do that. Well, I have next Monday off, so I mean, this kind of, that, <laughs> that tracks pretty good. Here's the thing. Welcome back, my friend. Here's the thing. I I got a busy schedule, man. Okay? Sure. And New Mexico Highlands just wrapped up. No more games do I have to broadcast. Well. Also, now I'm drinking Broken Skull American Lager. That's my new thing. Have I talked to you about this? You have not. Yeah, it's the new Stone Cold Beer. Have I talked to you about this? Strong name. Yeah, yeah. He's got an IPA, too. dude. All right, so here, put this on your to-do list. I know you got a lot going on in life. Okay. Reach out to Broken Skull American Logger. Okay. Acquire partnership, sponsorship, or advertisement and return to me with results. Put that down. I'm writing it down Thank right you. now. Uh, where are they based out of? Is this a St. Louis thing? No, I believe it's Texas. It's Texas, right? It's got probably Nevada. Probably, probably New Hampshire. Isn't that all where they put all the tax havens? They probably brew in Texas, but their business office is in New Hampshire. I'm going to figure it out for so you. They can cheat on taxes. It's at El Segundo Brewing. Hey, that's where I left my wallet. 
That's a very good reference. Thank you. Deep dive for you Tribe Called Quest fans right there. I would not have got that one if I didn't have constant and nagging exposure to Tribe Called Quest <laughs> from you. Uh-huh. That is accurate. El Segundo in El Segundo, California. But uh, Steve Austin's Broken Skull, American Lager. Combines two of my favorite things, wrestling and America. Three favorite things. What's that last one? Beer. Yes. Yeah. So it is the holy trinity of things in my life. Okay. I'm glad to have them because it's all I have because Tom Brady is leaving nothing else on the table for anyone. He is living a life of theft. He is living a life of gluttony. He's living a life of overindulgence. He's living a life that I'm jealous of. He's living a life that I envy. He's living a life that I yearn for. He's living... No longer a life, he's living the life. You forgot sloth. I think you did all the seven deadly sins except for sloth. It's, I think that is. You, you only skipped out on that one. Well, hey, well neither neither of you two are slothful. Yes, Bob. Uh, yes. Why don't you tell the folks how you really feel? No, I just. <laughs> it's a good idea. Give him a minute. Hey, speaking of how somebody really feels. Yeah. We got a friend of the show slip sliding into the Facebook right. Live. Use your words, yep. Saying Fred Slow is the best sports commentator of all time. Convince me otherwise. Okay. Ask me to break down any Olympic sport. Because <laughs> that yeah, is where you, you will get the example of how poor I am at this thing. Thank you for the kind words, Herb. Uh, Herb. Also, I will convince you otherwise, because I've heard someone besides Fred. The Okay. <laughs> Herb is an OG friend of the show sure but like pre this show from like the old show in st louis no yeah so herb is Welcome, a herb yeah he's a lifer you need to send herb a t-shirt herb was around when i was broadcasting for the st louis ambush professional indoor soccer in st louis missouri like that There's i swear no. I, boy you come down you get down here tonight we got we got all we got indoor soccer we got half cut shirts you come down from the tilted kilt also you bring a gallon of buttermilk and you can make some pudding that's what I would do during those games because I was the fan base for that. Hey, Bob, Google this real quick. Is that how you make pudding? But uh, you need a gallon of buttermilk. A and gallon then you, of buttermilk? Yeah, you put in, uh, so you get from the top shelf over Grandma's house, you get one of them big squeegees of Quick Quick, and you put the chocolate juice in there, you shake it up real good, do the hokey pokey, and before you know it, got your uh, buttermilk pudding. That's real. And here's a girl by Gonzalez, 2-2 ambush. <laughs> You can count that as sure as you can count traffic on the way home on Highway 40s. You cross the Mississippi River. That's really that's what that life was a lot of years ago. That's a weird life. Also from the texture, is there a mafia slash breaking leg convention that Vital went to? All right, so you and, know and the the reality of this is is we outed Vital once again for witness being in the witness protection, protection program. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. He's not just in witness protection. He's the example that witness protection uses for success. Yeah. Because he keeps flubbing it up. Yeah. Keeps exposing himself in witness protection. Look how good your witness protection is doing. He's on the radio <laughs> talking about the gangster stuff he used to do. Yeah. Still safe. Yeah. And, and never ever does he say... Uh, names and locations and dates have been changed for the safety. He didn't say that. No, no, no. Because he doesn't. He says, yeah. uh, I, got, I got a guy. We say, no, we, no. Well, who's your guy? Mm. He's like, uh, a little Tommy Four Fingers. Tommy Four Fingers from uh, Chicago. Used to have a strip joint. 
But he doesn't say but a. Being so specific, Vital. Yeah. You know, not a. The strip joint. <laughs> You're like, like, what is what? What accent are you slipping in and out of, Michael? What is that? <laughs> well, when you talk about your past, you get very gangster. In my neighborhood, we call it, we don't call it gangster. We don't use those words. You're like, what? Ask around the neighborhood. I'll tell you that I'm a type of guy that knows how to return a favor. This is my friend Ellers. I didn't ask you for a favor, Vital. No. Quit saying that to me. When I let you sit down here, that's when you owe me a favor. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? What? I got a job here. You didn't do me a favor? Yeah. He's, Vital watches, like, Scarface. He watches, like... What's a really good mobster movie? What's like the best mobster? Oh, he movie? can't. Oh, the Godfather. Godfather one and two, obviously. Yeah, number so number three is his favorite because it's like a biopic. Sure. And he's like, which one is he? he duh. <laughs> it's it's actually if you were to, it's like an Amber Heard thing. You split his personality out into multiple personalities. Uh, yes, yes. And that's how you tell Godfather three the story of Mikey Vitali. Miguel Vitali. Miguel. <laughs> he uh took the week off to go see Jimmy Hoffa's new movie. Okay, so the live chat is fire today. All right, good job, guys. If you want to connect with the boys at the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio, you can do so via the Friend of the Show hotline, 505-246-0610, or text the program, 505-246-0610. Phone's ringing now. I know uh, I know Bob's in the back, and I didn't turn up the phone screener thing. I'm sorry, Bob. Who's Lenny's on line one. We got time for Lenny. Lenny, welcome to the program, friend. <coughs> I didn't bring you in, Lenny. That was my fault. Welcome. Yeah, it's not coming up over here, Bob. Yeah, Bob. Can you hear me now? Yep, gotcha. Hey, Lenny. How you doing? So I want you to call the mayor of Rio Rancho and get him to admit Greg? that Rio Rancho is the first city of the witness protection program and why they don't use that in advertising. And then we can do a tour of the dead in the desert and see if we can just go with a metal detector and pull up whatever bodies are buried out there. All right. First the of all, first off, they're... Tour of the Dead? You have me here. Uh, the, <laughs> what is it, Lenny? The Mafia will not never, be burying you the, with any metal at all. The first witness protection program was established in Rio Rancho in the 70s. Are you messing with me? No, as God is my witness, oh, I love that this. is the truth. Okay. So do, witness you per- Sammy, do you remember Sammy the Bull Gravano? Of course not. Not after he went into witness protection. Not, not <laughs> no, personally. No, wait. So after he comes out of he's in witness protection program. He doesn't like it. So in the 90s, he's outside the federal courthouse in Albuquerque protesting about how he's getting treated wrong in the witness protection program. I swear. So then they put him back in the witness protection program, relocate him back to whatever city they put him in in Arizona. And then he finally gets busted with his uh, ecstasy lab with him and the family. And he did more jail time for that than for anything else. 17 years in jail. Oh, all right, so according to no. this, in the industry, Lenny, the first witness relocation in Rio Rancho was referred to by those in the mix as the Rio rat hole. Because sure. you would go right. to Rio Rancho right. if you were a because snitch. The reason all the news oh, about here was because of AMREP advertising Rio Rancho in 73, 74 with parks and with lakes and golf courses and people buying sight unseen and moving to Rio Rancho. This is so sweet. Yeah, there's a, a certain... And then AMREP got sued, and a lot of people went back, but a lot of stood because they bought their home, it was paid cash, and they were retired. Yeah, and they... they, they uh, the marketing they were... mature they used were from other states. But right, this... the, the, we are the first... I actually know some... Ever to it, 
witness protection program. I know actually somebody who was involved in that lawsuit. Ooh. One, of, one of my old co-worker's parents moved out here, and they got swindled by them. And they stayed yeah, because amazing. the weather was I mean, so I'd lovely. Be, I'd be watching these commercials like you know, 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night going, damn, that looks beautiful. I mean, what? here's how bad it was. When I moved out here in 79, the kids are going, you know, when I was going to high school, they're going, we're going to go to the lake. We're going to go to the dam tonight. Now, me being a dumb New Yorker, a dam to me has water and a dam. Sure. Very important parts. Right. Guess what the dam was out here back then? Uh, a pissed off guy using expletives? No, no, well, no, no, <laughs> no, my ex-wife wasn't on the phone. Hello. No, no, it was the end of the city at that time ended at Wyoming Academy. Okay. And it was a dirt field. That was what they called the dam. The dam. Was it, there wasn't even yeah. like a, a big pile of dirt or anything to stop it? Yeah, no, that's what just... they called it. They just nicknamed that dirt field the dam to go and party. Well, I'm so glad that education has gotten better here in Albuquerque since then, and people can identify what a dam uh, actually you, is. Excuse me, excuse me. Education has gotten better. Now, this I'm being very serious on, because I lived in Mississippi, too, for nine months. So, you know, I never saw so many people. Mississippi's the only state where everyone has less teeth than the average hockey player. Yeah, I mean, comparing New Mexico to Mississippi is setting the bar quite low, my friend, Lenny. Except we're running neck and neck with them in education and teacher pain. Oh, we're beating them in teeth. Hey, thanks for coming back, Lenny. We appreciate the call. No, I mean, I liked what you were talking about, but you got to talk about Get the mayor on and go, hey, let's just talk about the witness protection program and when are we going to start doing tours. You know, you pull up. I think that goes against the purpose of the witness protection, Lenny. Thanks for the call. We're glad to have you back. It's been a minute. Haven't heard from Lenny in a while, and he calls back-to-back days. Wonderful perspective on Rio Rancho and Albuquerque. When we get back, we're talking about the sale of the Broncos. Broncos fan, get ready to call in, 505-246-0610, because they're about to turn Mile High into a new Walmart. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program. I had to take yesterday off. I was on assignment, and that assignment was I was petitioning the governor's office to outlaw allergies. How'd it go? Well, they're still here. The governor? I take one day off, and you get rid of Mike Vitale, and then there's our friend Jerry Wright. Jerry, how are you? Welcome to the program. Just living the dream. Thanks. Yeah, welcome. Oh, my God. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? You hear that soft, sultry undertone? Mm-hmm. Like I'm riding around in my dad's 67 Chevy. Jerry, you used to be behind the mic, Is that right? true? You weren't always behind the board. Oh, baby, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so you got like a, you got a, a specialties and expertise. Uh, uh, like where's your passion at, Jerry? Oh, I, guy, everything. Just a little, a little sports, a little politics, a yeah. little music. Before all we these music. Before we started radio regularly, Van was also quote unquote guy everything. So I, I get that. You know they do. Have, <laughs> they do have a medicine that'll get rid of that though. I wasn't going to dignify that for with a response, so I, I let the cricket. Chirp. I love it. You deserved everything about that. So, but Jerry, yeah, welcome to the program. Thank you for being a part of it. And so, what's what's the plan here? You the whole cluster, just what, uh, sports animal. What's up? Uh, yeah, with you guys, with uh, just just working where I can. Okay, you know, so cleaning out a few toilets. 
is that is that a way you describe of getting rid of Mike Vitale when I'm not here? Is this oh, like a? No. Oh no, I, I would okay. never. Oh no, thought that he was, knows people. Thought that was mafia talk. Was a little janitorial service? You know what I mean? No, cleaning out the toilet is the job title for Jerry, and the toilet is our show. Oh, <laughs> that's what they call us on the office side. There over, we go. On the other now side, of the, on the, other side of the building. Hey Jerry, what are you, what are you doing weekdays? Four to seven. You clean out that toilet. I need you to go clean out the toilet. Jerry's like, yeah, you know, just <laughs> as long as they can come back to some smooth oldies. Then also, oldies has changed because we're old. Because we're old now. Yeah. Like oldies is not what oldies used to be. Because when I was a kid, oldies was like, like the Stones and the Beatles and the Monkeys and. Well, Stones and Beatles would be classic rock. So like, is that anything, classic rock? Anything now? before that would be oldies. Oh, now the oldies are like Nirvana and Pearl Jam. <laughs> is that Jerry? Can you? Is that true or not true? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I, I was on when the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, but there was a little Elvis, and so that's oldies. By the way, new Elvis movie looks fire. That I don't know if you guys great. have seen the. There's a new Elvis movie. There's a new trailer at least for it. Yeah, Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, thank you, Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, the Elvis yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. You know that cat, Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, the wear sunscreen guy. Yeah, yeah. He's that's a very good one. The Moulin Rouge guy. Yeah, yeah. The kink- that's all I got. I'm tapped out. That's the, all I know. From the Baz. Kinks is who I was trying to come up with. The Kinks. I believe that's oldies. The Kinks. Yeah. Yeah, Ray Davies. That's what I, yeah. yeah. There you go. Ray Davies da- Brothers. Davies Brothers? Well, Ray and whatever his brother Today's is. I-9 Varsity, okay? okay? Today's I-9 Varsity is the Varsity of Music Brothers, okay? Ooh. So that, only Music Brothers. So Music Brothers, okay? okay? So at the end of the program, and Jerry, you'll be a part of this, and we'll bring you back in at the very end, where we're going to do Music Brothers. And the I-9 Varsity, if you're not familiar with the program, is we select a topic throughout the program, and then we identify the best parts of that program, the varsity team. Today's I-9 Varsity is the varsity of Music Brothers. Music Brothers. Music Like brothers. they have to be blood-related or brothers as in you know, a person of color? We will find out at 545 okay. when we hand this program. Well, we're off at 545. At 530, 530 is 545, we hand this program off to the Albuquerque Isotopes. Is there at home hosting uh, Sugarland? Sugarland, formerly the Skeeters, they're not now, now. They're the Space, space Cowboys. Cowboys oldies. Mm-hmm. There we go. It all also, ties. classic rock, yeah. not an oldie, but that's cool. Well, and some people call them Maurice. <whistles> yeah, it's not a word, you know. Did, you're gone for a day, and of course, you start doing all the jokes I did yesterday. Did you do them all? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Give me your give me your best pompous joke right now. Uh, it's not a word. Did you it's know? Not that? A word. It's not a word. He made up that word for the song. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that for a long time. Oh, I don't think I, I didn't know that until well, like the internet exists. You're so pompous. Well, I mean, well, I'm gullible. I would just make up pompous, like whatever I wanted it to mean. Urban Dictionary, pompous, real quick. Oh no! Don't do no, that. No, I'm not going to do it. You can't read that it. on air. I'm going to ruin it. Speaking of on air, you're going to see Tom Brady every single Sunday, and this is interesting to me. Tom Brady is going to join the – I know we're going to talk Broncos too, so I apologize. Tom Brady is joining Fox Sports, and he's going to hang out with Kevin Burkhart. Are you familiar with Kevin Burkhart? Yeah, sure. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Way above average. Now, why is – It's going to be a long time. 
away. No. Because he's going to play a few more years and win a few more Super Bowls. It could possibly be this upcoming postseason if his team doesn't make it. That's how soon it could be. His team's going to make it. The second he is out, and I recognize he probably won't be out until he wins the Super Bowl, so that's I'm kind of tripping over my own words here. But the second that he's out, he's in the broadcast booth the moment after. So there's only one real question. It's why does Tom Brady hate his damn family? Why does Tom Brady refuse to spend any time with his beautiful wife and his lovely children? I haven't seen the Tom Brady documentary yet. Yeah. It might give you a clue of how awful they are because he obviously hates his family. He has to hate his family. Probably, You know why? What's that? Too good looking. His family is, here's the thing though, they're not too good looking compared to Tom Brady. Compared to us, yeah. Compared to Tom Brady, eh. Is he that good looking? I don't know if Tom Brady's that good looking. Yeah, well, yes, he is. Okay, well, I mean, obviously, we did a bit on this a while back. I mean, he very much obviously sold his soul to the devil a long time ago. That's why he looks younger now than in his rookie year. But I don't know how good-looking he is. So you think the devil has come to collect on this Fox deal? Is that what you're trying to say? Like, this is the thing. He's like, okay, when he sold his soul to the devil, he's like, okay, you get to win all the Super Bowls. Yeah. You get to marry a supermodel. You get to party with, like, the funnest guy on earth. But you got to be a spokesperson for Uggs. And then you have to be a commentator when you retire. Also, knowing the way Disney's going now, his contract with Fox is going to last longer than Fox is going to actually exist. Because Disney will just buy Fox in like five minutes anyways. Disney or Amazon. Somebody. Yeah. So he's going to get the Bobby Bonilla deal off this as well. Mm. Yeah. Where's the, where's the comeback here? Where's the monkey's paw to the, to the Tom Brady disaster that should be coming? When does the universe rubber band snap back on this man who is signing a 10-year, the day I leave football, $375 million cha-chinger? Why won't the universe come even on my hero? I know you can only see this on Facebook Live, but I'm squinting my eyes and pursing You're my lips. You're doing thinking face. I'm thinking really hard. Maybe he's like God's chosen son. Maybe we were super wrong about this deal with the devil. I don't think we were. You can't make a deal with the devil unless you're you, Tom you know, Brady. Because, uh... Just because we're haters, because everything he does is so perfect Ooh. and wonderful. And so we obviously assume that he sold his soul to the devil when the truth is, is like he's just like really good and nice and talented, <laughs> hardworking. And, and this is surely his last year, right? Because no, he's going to play. He no, he's going to play until he doesn't suck. And I'm assuming he's going to have another great year and probably be in the playoffs and probably contend for a Super Bowl. And he's going to have that hunger because he can't go back, he can't retire, because he hates his family. He can't go back and he can't retire because he already made him fire the coach. That's the only reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that too. He's now checked every box in the greatest of all time category getting his coach fired because he had the one coach you couldn't get fired forever. And then when he had any other coach, he was like, I'm sure is going to get that one fired. When the second he stepped into Tampa, the second he stepped into Florida, transformed into Tampa Tom, like when he got off the airplane in a suit, went into a men's restroom, probably. 
Allegedly. A unisex restroom because there's more room to change. Join the quarter club. Thank you. Wait, what? Huh? Came out. <laughs> Benny Hanna shirt or Tommy Bahama shirt. Sure. Benny Hanna uh, dinner. <laughs> what are those weird open toe like uh, Jesus sandals you wear all the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my Nike Air Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Nike Air Jesuses. Yeah. Like, and then when he became full Tampa Tom, he was like, I'm going to get that man fired. That was his plan. And drank a gallon of buttermilk. Has, who's been this oppressed except for like. Historically? Except for like Middle Eastern oh. women. Like, who's more oppressed than Tom Brady and New England? We didn't know Tom Brady had a personality no. for like 18 years. They had him. They, the New England, the shape of New England was a thumb on top of Tom Brady. Yeah. And he was held down. Now he gets to be in Florida. It looks like a big swinging dong hanging off of a continent. Bob, you'd never thought about that your whole life. No, you? you didn't. At Florida, just a big dong hanging off of the United States. Oh, Tom where's that one. dump button? <laughs> Tom Brady is going into the broadcast game as the highest paid broadcaster, period. He's never broadcast. And we're not talking like Pat McAfee podcast. We're not talking about like Eli Manning Monday Night Football cast. We're not talking about any of – he's going to go in to the number one chair – on the number one broadcast, make the number one money, and everyone around him is going to be like, that doesn't seem right. I'm going to tell you it's insanely right. I'll buy a T-shirt with a microphone on it that says Brady 12 on the back. Mailer of delicious fig jelly ah. and Boston sports fan Craig mm. says Tommy is the messiah. He said he'll keep drinking the avocado Kool-Aid. So, same. Yeah. Yeah. So. You're going to have some competition with Fred because besides you, no one loves Tom Brady more than Fred. What time is Josh Sushan coming on this program to talk Isotopes baseball? I believe that's 515 if he'll have us. Joining us at 515, Josh Sushan, the voice of your Albuquerque Isotopes, which, by the way, are going to go over 500 this season, this series. I'm calling it right now. Heck yeah. Yeah. Space Cowboys? No. No, fam. Not here. We got Isotopes. Some call him the gangster of L's. Ah, I like that. Yeah. Did you do that one yesterday? No, no, no. That's freestyle. That's just, not bad. I just did that one right now. I really eased up on my Space Cowboy jokes. Some people call them no wins. That's, I mean, that's not very good. That's, it's, the first one was better. Has it always been Steve Miller band or was it Steve Miller experience at some point? Experience? You're it, thinking of Jimi Hendrix. They all kind of did that though, didn't Because at first they were Jefferson Car, Jefferson Boat, Jefferson Starship. Jefferson Deep Space Nine, which well, I thought were, was they were airplane before Starship. Oh, airplane was in there, yeah. so I missed one. Uh-huh. I thought that was Bob. Yeah. Tells you what I know about the game. And before car was actually Jefferson Public Transportation. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Jefferson Tandem Bike. Mm-hmm. Jefferson. There was a whole bunch of them. I'm into that. I'm into that a lot. Whenever we get back, let's go into that Broncos thing that I for some reason uh, kicked uh, punted too far. Also, Mike Tyson is in the news. Mississippi suing everyone. By the way, I'm on board. <laughs> like, like I don't have a problem at all, like misappropriating federal funds because when in Rome, do as the Romans. The S's in Mississippi stand for seek legal advice, Brett. That's, that's very good. That's a super good one. <laughs> Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by the Mexico Opinion Coffee. Okay, we play on Team I nine, and we, we start programming at the YMCA Central New Mexico. It's so we told you we were going to leave this show at 5.45. Let me make sure I got the right. But lucky you. Yeah, I'm an idiot. So it's actually, we're on until 6.15. That's exciting. That's very good. So... 
pregame starts at six fifteen, and then so that put put first pitch at like six thirty five. So that gives us plenty of time to get down to the ballpark. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay. So there you go. I'll tell you what I did is I looked at it tomorrow when we're only on until five forty five. You right. know what I did also. I did yeah. the same thing. That's why there's two of us, so we can correct each other. Bob doesn't help when we're both wrong. No, Bob makes this thing go around. So, how does that change Josh Sushan? Is he still joining us at 5.15? Allegedly. All right. Allegedly, all of the bids to buy the Denver Broncos are all over $5 billion. That's a big deal. Of course it's a big deal. That's a huge deal. That's a large number. If you were to be like, Fred, which team is worth $5 billion? I would say zero of them. None of them. None of them. $5 billion doesn't exist. I think this means that they all are. They all are. Yeah, you just make a price. You just name it now. Yeah. Also, when did owning a team become better than stock market or retirement or Social Security or investments or, by the way, RIP to everyone we know with a cryptocurrency right now? Oh, did it plummet today? I, I didn't see it. Well, not just today, but it is not doing well. Oh no! Yeah, so reach out to your, reach out to your millennial loved ones, and identify that they're still safe. That's very important. Bitcoin's still thirty thousand dollars a coin. That's a lot of money. You know what it was though? It was, was like forty eight, right? So <laughs> here's what that means, boys. That means there's going to be a lot of used Teslas for sale. You can go get them. Basically, I think they hold their value, so I'm not going to even say it's going to be a rich discount. Sure, but you can because you can buy them secondhand. Right. Yeah, that should be our new racket because you, you they can't sell them, so you buy them. You resell. Somebody's already onto this. There's no way I'm coming up with this right now. No, I think you're exactly right. Also, there's going to be a lot of microbreweries slash coffee shops for sale. Yeah. If you've always lease. if you've always wanted to own your own microbrewery uh-huh. slash coffee shop, yeah. You're, uh, then they only do coffee pour-overs, Correct. by the way. Yeah, they only do pour-overs there. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> if you've ever wanted one of those, a lot of those are going to be for sale pretty soon. It's, I don't hate that. Probably for, like, real cash. I can just not use Bitcoin anymore. I would, like, like, like all the landlords, like, you got me once. There will be a yard sale around this town that you could go to in the upcoming very soons, and they'll just be flannel in every color. Right. It'll be for sale. And they're like, you can get one, but I've also thrown this pack of ponytails that you can also have for a discount. And people will be like, that's a good deal. And they'll be like, cool, three Ethereum. <laughs> You're like, what's an Ethereum? Like, I don't. I'll and, give you $3. Yes, I only work in actual dollars. Look, Tucker, I only have United States currency. <laughs> Sorry, Ashton, I don't have what you're okay. talking about. Okay, Braylon, listen up. I'm giving you a dollar a shirt. <laughs> Thank you, young man. Can I speak to your father, Russell? <laughs> By the way, I'm 37. You're 37. I'm not even old. Yeah. Oh, the Waltons are going to buy the Broncos. So Bob Walton is one of the Walmartians. And congratulations yeah. to the Waltons turning from that pioneer family uh-huh. all the way into grocery store magnates. That's an impressive rise. So here's how I know you know nothing about the Waltons. They're already in the game. So Cronky, Stan Cronky, who owns the Rams, okay. he's married to a Walton. Okay, which like the Pioneersmen or like the the grocery store people? Uh, Walton and Fitch. So I don't know which one that is. But <laughs> so they they're already in the NFL ownership game. That's exciting. And I don't know what the rule is. 
But can you be a sibling and be in the game? I think you can because they're technically a not-for-profit, which doesn't make any sense. But there's got to be some sort of coercion or nepotism or something of that nature that you would be like, oh, this doesn't make sense that Walmart owns all of the NFL. Here's the thing. If Walmart wants to, they can own all of the NFL. Are you saying that the Waltons should quit procreating or they shouldn't be able to own more sports teams? What I'm saying is soon. They're going to keep boning, Fred, and making babies. Well, all right. I don't know how many kids Stan Kroenke has. I don't know if that's true. But I know that soon you can go down aisle three and you can get authentic NFL merchandise at your local Walmart because they're going to own every team. Eventually. Uh, Yes. Whether it's Amazon or Disney or Walmart. You're talking about the franchise wars? Exactly. No, talk about the franchise wars. There's going to be 10 of each. Warned you about this. Yeah. The Seattle Seahawks are in the Walton division this year. New Mexico, since I've lived here in New Mexico, five years next month, whatever, cool anniversary. Maybe we Aww. should have a party to celebrate. Okay, let's do that. Also, this last Saturday night of the month over at Fusion Theater. What is that, the 28th? Correct. The 28th? Doing a little gong show over at Fusion Theater. It's going to be fun. It's not going to be little at all. This is a month of celebrating. This is a huge month of celebration for us. I mean, every month's a celebration for us. Every month that I make it is one month more than you thought I would make it. And that and that spite is what keeps me going. Well, I told you I made $20 on my 40th birthday because I bet myself I wouldn't live to be 40. Why did you bet that against your dad? I thought but that was weird. No, I bet it against myself. My dad was giving me odds. That's why. He's <laughs> like, hey, five to one, sport. I seen you grow up. You ain't making it to 40. Well, not with his leadership and inspiration and yeah, yeah, yeah. genetics. So for the friend of the show that doesn't know, Van is a junior. Correct. Van Sr. is your father. Correct. But he didn't want to recognize Allegedly. you as junior. Yeah. So they just, everyone just called you Bubba to make sure there was a differentiation due to the, the shaming. Yeah. Yeah. I look like the Schwann's man, but I act like my father. This- so... <laughs> It's a stone-cold whodunit, if you ask me. Congrats to Hank Scorpio, who bought the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos. Wait, is that official? This is. Oh, that's the last owner. Uh, No, that's the character from The Simpsons who sold the Broncos to Homer Simpson after he worked at Globotech for Hank Scorpio when he was trying to take over the world and sent Homer down to the Mattress District to get some hammocks. My bad. I did not pick up on that Simpsons reference. I apologize to you, and I apologize to the listenership. That's two big blunders for you this week, because number one, you lowballed a $4.8 billion offer for the Broncos, which obviously you're not going to get, and then you blew the Simpsons reference. Well, I tried to pay in Bitcoin. Which, yeah, they, they said no. It was a $6 billion offer two days ago. Now it was four point eight. Lock it in. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be the richest owner in the NFL, Will... Uh, well, Bob, uh, Bob Walton. That's crazy. He's the second, no, third richest person in the country, 19th richest person in the world. That's what's going to keep him out. The only thing that's going to keep him out is Elon Musk not caring about sports. Elon Musk wants to own everything except for sports. So go, guy from Arkansas. Go crazy. Hey, you got it. Where we get back from the break, let's break down what's going on in Mississippi because this lawsuit thing, which you told me has been going on for years, which yeah. I only recently caught like any sort of trail of because now one of my iconic childhood pro wrestling heroes is involved i'm gonna have a full-on mental breakdown as a packers fan i've known it's been going on for years 
Tuman on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back live on the program. A lot more program today because um, the isotopes don't play till 630. It shows you what I know. We're live from the ballpark on Friday. Come hang out with us if you want to hang out with us. So we're so let me get this straight. Wait, you're going to make it on Friday? This is the first one you're going to be at. It's We've pretty, had Fredless Fridays for months now. It's a pretty cush job I got. You gotta, <laughs> now it's going to be a Fredful Friday. It's going to be pretty transparent here. The uh, So, I mean, for to be fair. Um, to be fair. To be fair. I, for months, from like August to May, Friday nights is for the... It's for the bro- that's for the games. Sure. I got to go call the games. I think I called 80 New Mexico Highlands games last year. That's a bunch of games. You know how many I have to call until August? Zero. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to the ballpark. A lot. A lot. What are you doing Thursday? You got anything going on during the day? Get the ballpark. Actually, on the- we just, hey, uh, I already I'm, told a friend of the show, friend in real life, Isotopes for Stulting. Yeah. That we're going to be there Thursday. Oh, good deal. And we're going to be there doing the show Friday. Uh-huh. And I'm going to the petting zoo on Sunday. Okay. There's a petting zoo at Isotopes Park on Sunday. So I'm aware of this. Also, you can get an oven mitt. Oh, yeah, for sure. They have branded oven mitts. Yeah. Put it on your hand before, yeah. you, put, before you pet the goats because some of them goats no. are a little little uppity. So, And I'll have this fight with you because we're, we're going to talk about Mike Tyson later. If you punch someone with a boxing glove, that doesn't count as a fight. That counts as sport. You can't just run up to a stranger in the street and punch them in the face with a boxing glove and say, I just sported the hell out of you. You can't put a glove on and then go to a petting zoo and be like, oh, my God, this goat is so soft. It's That doesn't count. Well, I mean, some of the goats are a little bitey. What I'm saying is don't wrap it up. So whenever you go there, you leave it like your skin so you can, like, really experience. If like, you really want to feel it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't pet the goat with an oven mitt. Right. Because if you put an oven mitt on it, then it, it kills all the sensation. What's even the point? Yeah. Don't even go to the petting zoo. Do your own thing. What else is at a petting zoo besides goats? That's really all I can think of. I mean, there's rabbits. No. There's an anaconda. Are you messing with me? Yes. Good. <laughs> you know how I feel about snakes. Snakes, to me. You, you could pass. You could do without them. Oh, miss me with snakes, dude. I'm a big snake guy. I like snakes. What is, is this like a Jake the Snake thing? Because you know I'm about to talk about the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Is that why you're doing this? I wasn't planning on it, but now I am. Okay. If you'd have been like, hey, who's going to come out worse in life? Jake the Snake Roberts, who's addicted to, to addicted, addicted to drugs and sex and rock and roll and all my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Or the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, who for some reason got into a world of of uh, Carney, um, minister, uh, church shenanigans. That also sounds awful. Yeah, I know they're both there. Like, <laughs> didn't Steve Martin star in that movie you're describing? I believe he did. Yeah, uh, him and uh, you got you remember that, Bob, Gene, that movie? Gene Wilder Bob? was on alongside him. Eddie Murphy movie. So Jackson, Mississippi is suing everyone. So Jackson, Mississippi, over the course of some years, as you were explaining to me. Jackson, Mississippi is just handing out ah, money. Leap of faith. That's what a leap of faith. What is leap of faith? It's the Steve Martin movie where he's a traveling uh, religious swindler. Like a snake oil guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, step right up. There is, have you ever been to like a revival? 
when I was young. Yeah, they're they are creep. Yeah, they're R- crazy. They're crazy. Unless you're really into them, loyal listener, which they're awesome. Yeah, then they're to- I they're totally great. understand it. They're yeah, great. Because because you have to park like a mile away to walk up to it. But don't worry, they put little pop up by shotgun stands on the way up to the revival. Okay, I didn't get to go to the cool one then. Yeah, that's the, the one I went to at shotguns and firecrackers. So you got to go to the fun one. So at first you're like, this is a carnival. Mine only had the Lord. No, no, sorry to hear. Yeah, you, yours had way more fun stuff. You got the, we stole this idea from the 1981 Banger Blues Brothers, and we created like a revival. No. No, not that one. Not that one. No. This one was like a, all right, did you ever see Game of Thrones? Mine just had a lot of guilt. That's what you left with? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not the souvenir I want. That's not as fun. Deep South? Show me where the fun ones are. I want to go now. You're talking like Texas stuff? 505-246-0610. Any cool revivals coming up the van needs to go to? Yeah, because we're trying to get out of this Rio rat hole. Nice. Got you. Call that a call back in the biz. <laughs> More on how the million-dollar man is scamming everyone because he's a carny, deacon impersonating See, I, I know weirdo. The, I know the Brett Favre story. I don't know the Million Dollar Man story. Well, you know more about it. I'm really excited. At the top of the hour, two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Nelly is coming to the Rio Rancho Event Center van June the 5th. Your boys will be there. Oh, yeah, we will. I don't have any sort of information in front of me to give that to anyone, but I just want the world to know that if you want to, alongside Van, I, and a select group of friends of the show, Go to the Rio Rancho Vincenter website. I'm assuming it's Ticketmaster. I don't really know. Sure. Buy tickets to see Nelly. Yeah. See Nelly. And, that, and like, obviously, because it's the first week of June, it's going to get hot in there. Oh, yeah. You know what you have to do. The tickets will probably sell out. So, on delay, on delay. <laughs> Mommy, E-I, E-I. Buy tickets. At the Rio Rancho Vincenter. For real, though, my favorite center in town. Like, as far as events and stuff goes, it's not even close. Oh, God, it's not even close. They're the best in town. Facilities. Facilities. Maintenance. Upkeep. Employees. And definitely the head of that joint. Also, I don't know where they get their popcorn from. Is there one, like, is there one popcorn provider to all places? Are all popcorn vendors created equal? What is this, Mother Russia? No. No. They're doing it the right way. I don't know if it's Cisco. I don't have a clue. Doing it the right way. The thong song guy? Ah. Thong, ta thong, thong, thong. Oh, S-Y-S-C-O. That's Cisco. Speaking of the Rio Rancho Event Center, we will then be live from the Rio Rancho Event Center on Friday the 17th. Make sure there's no home game for the isotopes. Let's check there real quick. Okay. What do we got over there? Looks like there might be a home game for the isotopes, so we'll have to figure that out. What month? June. Because we're going to do it. Okay. Yeah, we're doing a Juneteenth celebration thing. Because they're doing a big event on the 19th. Just... Uh, how many Comrex machines are there? Can we oh all just gosh. pipe in at the same can time? We, can t- like you and Robert go to the Rio Rancho Event Center. I go to the Ice Steps because obviously I owe them. And then we figure out a way to make it work. Yeah, I'll go to the Event Center. You go to the Isotopes. And Robert will go to Nelly. <laughs> a whole week earlier. <laughs> Whoops. So we were talking about this. Uh, Mississippi is suing Brett Favre and some professional wrestling families. 
Because the other day we talked about like the the best sports families of all time, and obviously number one is the Hart family and the Hart Foundation, and how they created just so many world champions, and it's perfectly fine to accept that as correct and not the Unzers. Boy, is that name ironic now. It's, nice. So, Brett Favre has actually paid back this money. Yes. Okay. He wasn't going to. First, he went all Mississippi on Mississippi. And said, you gave me the money. Miss me with that. Mississippi with that mess. So he got paid. Okay. Let's unpackage this a little bit. All right. Let's rewind a little bit. Go ahead. In the brilliance of Mississippi. M-I-S-S-I-S-S. No one's ever said that before. In the brilliance of Mississippi, the Department of Human Services paid a bunch of famous Mississippians. What? Mississippiites or whatever to travel around the uh, the state and give motivational speeches to people that are less fortunate for whatever to reason. To hype the sippy? Yes. yes. Shut up. Okay. Now that you're with me, how stupid this is already. All right, Biloxi, get on your feet. <laughs> is, that what, is that how it went down? I'm assuming yeah. very close to that. I said, good morning, Biloxi. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you. Is that the best you can do, Biloxi? <laughs> Mississippi sucks. So Mississippi and their ultimate wisdom gave Brett Favre $1.7 million what? to give a series of speeches Dog. about welfare. Shut up. Instead of just giving the money to people who needed money. Oh, gosh. And then so Brett Favre goes on to accept this money and not do the speeches. <laughs> it was just like, F the state of Mississippi, F the Department of Human Services. F is not Favre. And F poor people. Oh, gosh. Kept the $1.7 million, said he wasn't going to pay it. The state got litigious, and he finally paid back the money. Uh, now the state is saying... Well, you owe us $228,000 in interest. For our listeners and friends of the program from Mississippi, litigious means – just I'm not going to go into that bit. Yeah. So so here's the thing about Mississippi is they're identifying, like, who to give this money to to help, like, boom the morale of Mississippi. They're going to give it to this carny pro wrestling hustling fa- – is there a more carny – profession outside of being an actual carny than pro wrestling no no not even close no same terminology same approach same entertainment aspect it's same rules literally the same rules same exact yeah rules. hey step right up so when our mississippi was handing out money miss they said the dibiases you talk about the million dollar man yeah his son brett who's an evangelical christian another brett <laughs> <laughs> And then Mississippi quit giving millions of dollars to people named Brett. Coincidentally, Ted Jr., who was wrestling, so Ted Sr., the million-dollar man, uh-huh. Ted Jr., also a pro wrestler, was in legacy with who? Your favorite wrestler, Randy Orton. Is his son like the 130 Bitcoin man? Because that's nice. pretty close. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. So they say, he steps away from the business. They take 1.7 mil. And don't do anything with it in Mississippi either. They, they hightail it to California. Yeah, they took their money. <laughs> what? So funny. Oh, gosh. Why are they giving people money 
to excite people not to be poor. Just give the poor people the money. It's even better. So they're going to collect, right? Like these, they paid for these services. No one followed up. No one no came one through. It. By the way, COVID-19, whatever. So they came up with these services, and they're like, all right, so Brett Favre, obviously, the DiBiases, they swindled us. All right, so is there anyone else, boys? Can you look through the – okay, so we have a total of $77 million we need to collect from people of influence in the community that didn't do anything. Are you Ugh. kidding me, Mississippi? Ugh. They're so stupid. It's one of the most Mississippi things Mississippi's done. I want – You <laughs> might be a redneck. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. <laughs> if you pay Brett Favre $1.7 million to speak to poor people, you might be a redneck. If you pay Brett Favre in dollar bills, you know he only wants four quarters, no overtime. <laughs> that is that is a Mississippi approach to helping the economy, is to pay the richest people currently in the economy to tell you how it's okay that you're not rich. What? Well, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Mississippi paid Brett Favre and Vicodin. It, so, yeah, duh. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that big of a, a jab to the bottom line. Oh, gosh. The suit also said Favre had hosted a, uh, a stock sales presentation in his home in January and that all these uh, like leaders of Mississippi and then also like the DiBiases and all these people, these are all the people who are in on it. It was literally like a pyramid scheme. It was that we're going to take government money and then we're going to buy Bitcoin and then we're going to get a fine and then we're going to pay back what we owe and we're going to keep we're going to keep the gains. That that's what this thing was. Um, this smart. Is, was it? Was it smart for Mississippi? It was genius. Oh gosh, just dumb. Brett DiBiase pleaded guilty uh, a couple years ago and they still have not managed to pay any money back. Just dumb. This is crazy to me. Okay. Hypothetically, yeah, hypothetically, what do you think the DiBiase's spent one point seven million dollars on? Well, he was the million dollar man, so I believe he lives a lifestyle of frugality. Frugality. Well, I mean, you don't have a million dollars by spending a million dollars. All right, so you're going to tell me that they just stopped eating at the Olive Garden? Breadsticks are free, dog. It's a good point. Yeah, they're not going to just give up that life. Did you see the guy on the interwebs who like tried to really? eat unlimited breadsticks and he's there for like three hours and they stopped him at 83 breadsticks so so, did you, so they're not unlimited breadsticks. no it's up to 83 breadsticks <laughs> the so also so when you first sit down they bring you six breadsticks and then the, when you get your first refill you'll notice this now you only get five on the second one and, and then four and then four okay and then three and then they bring them to you two from that point on and you're like, Fred, how many freaking breadsticks have you eaten? The answer is not 83. But, I mean, me and my lady, we go to the Olive Garden sometimes right down the street. It's a nice little spot. So that's an odd group to try to put one over on Mississippi. I'm trying to think. Okay. I'm trying to think what it's called. You One plus one. The golden ratio. They reverse golden ratio breadsticks. At Olive Garden. Look, go to Urban Dictionary and look up reverse golden ratio. Okay, here we go. See what that is. I'm That's got to be I'm something quality. <laughs> They're like, hey, do you remember that guy used to hang out with Jen Sturger? I got this idea. Let's give him 1.7 mil. He'll inspire people. And also, we'll go get that guy that wasn't good enough for AEW Pro Wrestling. 
Uh, it doesn't exist. Let's uh, make up a reverse golden ratio and put it on Urban Dictionary. Deal. We'll do that during the break. Okay. Also, after the break, Josh Sushan will join us. He's 515, right? Is he calling us or are we calling him? we got to do a little production on our side. We'll figure, we'll figure that figure out. Figure it out. We always figure that out. Today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of Music Brothers, okay? It's the I-9 Varsity today. As this was brought up earlier, as we were making reference to the Kinks. Yeah. And apparently that's a, a either a brother duo or greater. I don't – is it like the Monkees? Are they all I'm, related? I'm not, Partridge family thing? You know I'm a music guy. Yeah. I'm not really familiar with the Kinks. Yes, you are. I'd have to look up their discography. No, they the the big one was Village Green Preservation Society. Did see? Uh, la 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 la. Okay, I remember that one. Come dancing. That was the Kinks. Yeah, come dancing. Yeah, Lola was the Kinks. Yeah, and uh, I'm not the world's most passionate. It's the whole thing. It's that's you're the kink. a really big Kinks guy. I just, I just told you. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that about you. 1967's Village Green Preservation Society was an absolute game changer. Like, you wouldn't have the... Be- you, there were so many things that wouldn't exist without the kinks. Noted. Put that down. Whenever we get back, Josh Sushan and his opinion on my opinion of how great the kinks are and how they relate his story. No, I'm just kidding. We won't bring in any of that. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. By degree, by degree, I'm a teacher, okay? So by degree, I, 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 I'm a leader of children. I'm a, I'm a molder of minds, and I was at a chaperoning a Valentine's Day dance years ago. This is my first year I was teaching, and they that song came on by the DJ that save a horse ride, save a horse ride a cowboy. And I, I've come to learn through this show that song being played that it is not Toby Keith. It's Big and Rich. Big and Rich, yeah. correct. So as I'm chaperoning this dance of like middle schoolers, this Valentine's Day dance, this other teacher I'm with freaks out. Okay. <laughs> like she's like, this is the most appropriate song I've ever heard played in the halls of this hallowed school. I can't ride a cowboy. Mm-hmm. Oh my. So anyways, huge freak out, huge, like just loss of mind. And then that was the moment Van, where I was like, I think I'm gonna get into radio. Okay. This is not the fit for me. This is not the fit for your boys. Speaking of your boys, one of them is with us. Josh Sushan, welcome to the program. How are you? I am well, and I'm wondering if you told that very entertaining story because it's the Sugarland Space Cowboys who are in town this week. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got save, the best producers a, in the game here. <laughs> save a space horse, ride a space cowboy. That's Yes, I yeah. believe that is correct. And I did, So there's a new Buzz Lightyear coming out, and outside of Buzz Lightyear, I don't even know what a space cowboy is. Yes, you do. I'm telling you. Like, what is the example of Space Cowboy? Okay, what's the famous line? Houston, we have a problem. Mm -hmm. Space Center, Johnson Space Center. It's big NASA town. Texas Cowboys, right? So it's like an Apollo 13 thing? Yeah, exactly. Oh, see, I didn't know. Okay, Now Now you do. I literally didn't know that. Like, I'm not trying to be that guy right now, but I'm like an idiot. Are you familiar with my favorite baseball team, Fred? The Houston Astros. Yes. NASA is in Houston. Houston, we have a problem. It's a fun term for an astronaut, a space cowboy. According to the internet, Star Wars is a space country western movie. So there you go. 
Are those birds chirping in real life, or did you <laughs> yeah. did you put those on here, Bob? I'm not sure. <laughs> Between the, the the whack of the bat during batting practice love and the it. birds that are right next to the crowd, Mike, I'm trying to give you guys a lot of ambiance of some batting practice. Yeah, this right is now. that's very good. This dude is, in the cage is mashing right now. It's a guy for who's who's up to bat cowboys. right now? Oh, he's a space I can't cowboy. Tell. It's someone from the space cowboys. Oh, okay. Well, you'll be able to recognize that sound later during the broadcast. <laughs> So this is one of those uh, like white noise go to bed kind of things right now. Love it. Yeah, cut this off. Put this on a loop. I tell you what, there was um, a lot of guys today. So today's the first day during batting practice where it's hot and it's dry. I mean, it's like really warm. Yeah, allergies. The wind is really not doing a whole lot. I mean, it's starting to now, but it wasn't when the topes were hitting. And guys were just launching. I mean, absolutely launching. It's a good thing that we have a net that – protects the video board because that thing was getting wore out during the Topes BP today. Well, I mean, this is the weekend where the boys go over 500, so I mean, I mean, this is what's up right now, right? Like, get those bats going. Yeah, you know, it was good to see them swing the bats on the road, the final game of the series, score 11 runs on 14 hits against Pretty a good. really good Oklahoma City team. I mean, shoot, I mean, I, I, I say this like half in jest, but I'm trying to do the math on it. Oklahoma City's, that's the Dodgers AAA team, Oklahoma yes. City's payroll yeah might be higher than the Oakland A's payroll. I think you're exactly right. Like, they have the definition of a quadruple-A team there. I mean, guys you like... You can plug and play a lot of those guys on rosters in Major League Baseball. Yes. I mean, it like Jake Lamb, Stefan Romero, Eddie Alvarez, the, the Olympian, Tony Walters, Kevin Pillar, Zach McKinstry, um, Yancey Almonte, the entire bullpen. Like, everyone on that team's got Major League experience except for, like, three guys. It, it, it is quite the payroll that that the Dodgers have got for their AAA team. So to split the six games there, um, I thought they played well. I had a chance to win four of six. And uh, we'll see now, you know, you're home for a week, and we'll see what they can do against Sugarland. My boy Zach Neal's on the bump tonight. Uh, looking pretty good. What, is he at that 2-2 two and two record? Is that right? Yeah, so Zach had one start that was phenomenal. And I feel like in all of his other starts, He's cruising along, he's going really well, and then he has one bad inning. You know, like his last start against Oklahoma City, three scoreless innings, he's just dominating, right? And then it's just like, you know, a soft single, a soft single, boom, three-run homer. Like, what happened? He went from dominating to now, you know, doesn't quite look as good at the end of the day. So if he can avoid the one big inning, then I'd like his, um, you know, then I'd like the Tope's chances of winning. Witten Bernard put on an absolute show last week. Fireworks. But who is the guy this week that we need to look out for? Who's heating up right now? Ooh. Ooh, I like this question. Thank um, you. Like a pick-to-click type of thing. Ooh. Um, I like that response. I'm yeah. asking you because I need to figure out who I'm putting on my minor league baseball DraftKings line. There we go. Good job. Okay. Well, <laughs> do I have to give you one or can I give you a – I mean, here's the thing. Elaris Montero. Like, everything he hits is hard. Like, he was in kind of a mini slump, but I look at the stat cast data all the time. Even when he makes an out, the, the exit velocity is like 104, 107. And now those very loud outs are turning into very loud hits. 367 over his last 12 games. Hit a home run Sunday that went a very long way at OKC. I, I like Montero this week, but I also like Alan Trejo. Um, you know, started the season in the big leagues, wasn't getting a whole lot of playing time. Back at AAA, now he's back here where he absolutely raked last year. You know, getting a chance to play every day, kind of get the rust off. I, I like Trejo this, this series too. Should probably ask you this off air, but here we are anyways. 
Where are you getting your, your minor league stat cast data? Because I'm a big baseball savant guy, and I didn't know it translated to minor leagues as well. I'm very excited right now. Where do so, I go? Yeah, so there, there's a hack that I can give you. Oh, um, here we go. Okay, so you got to pay attention here, okay? On it. So when you go to Baseball Savant, just okay. go to any of the uh, any of the, the games, right, okay. um, that has the game feed that has all the information. Then you go to MILB.com, and you go to the, the, uh, the game day for the isotopes, okay? The last six numbers on that URL feed, you cut and paste that six numbers from the minor league baseball game day onto the Baseball Savant page that you're at, and boom, you got everything. Okay, I'm, I'm get that part of the podcast to shoot. So uh, the the thing I like about Montero is I knew Montero a little bit from the Cardinals organization. You know, I'm like a big St. Louis guy. He um, when he came over for Nolan Arenado, I guess that would have been two years ago. Is that math right? One year ago, um, he has been like kind of that super bright. Like Austin Gomber was supposed to be like kind of the spotlight of that deal, but I mean, he's one of the boys out there. Yeah, for sure. Now. It's kind of interesting about Montero because he had, like, this great year, and I think it was 2018. And then 2019, he was injured, and he didn't have all that good of a year, and he missed most of it. And then, you know, the trade happens in 2020, and, you know, there's no minor league season. And so, like, people are like, well, okay, like, he was good a long time ago, right? So the the trade really got panned for a lot of reasons. And Montero was kind of thought of as, well, he was good a few years ago, but, you know, that was a few years ago. And then last year he had this monster year, double A AA and triple A, and then now we get to see him every day at triple A, and you just you just stare at him. You go like, this dude's just a physical specimen, and I think he's getting better defensively. We'll see if third base or first base long term is the is the solution for him. He's got a great arm. It's just a matter of whether or not the hands are good enough at whatever corner infield position. And the dude just hits, and he hits for a ton of power, and and it's just a presence. He's just one of those dudes that. You don't want to take your eyes off him when he's at the plate. Don't get, don't go get something to eat when Montero's at the plate. You, you don't want to miss something. I'm a fan of Coco, but I like hot Coco. Coco's been on a bit of a cold streak lately. Mm. He going to bounce out of this one at home? <laughs> Coco Montez is who you're talking about, yep. right? Yeah, so he's not in the lamp today. Get a little day off. Um, no, yeah, Had a Coco's, tough weekend. Coco's doing fine. Yeah, tough weekend. Um, look, how do you not like a guy who doesn't wear batting gloves? What would John Mabry do? Right, you got to like him. Um, I like his glove. I like his bat. I like his attitude. I like his demeanor. He's going to be fun. Yeah, he's going to be fun. Small sample size. He's going to be fun. He can hit. When we are live at Isotopes Park this Friday before the first pitch, what are we going to be looking at on from the previous three days and spotlighting? What is going to be the thing that jumps out? Ooh, ooh, I like this question. Um, Okay, so here's the deal. Sugarland has really good pitching, okay? They are among the league leaders in a lot of categories, all of minor league baseball, not just um, Pacific Coast League. This is also Sugarland's first game at a high altitude. All of their games have either been at home or if they're on the road, they're in Oklahoma City, they're in Round Rock. They have not been to Salt Lake or to Las Vegas or to Reno or here. So you take an Isotopes offense that is just annihilating teams when they're home, and you take a Sugarland pitching staff that is really good. They got... They have eight players on the Astros' top 30 prospect list that are in their um, um, pitching staff. So what's going to be, you know, what happens? Great pitching, great hitting, great hitting conditions. What's that going to look like for over the next three days? That's that's what you'll be uh, talking about. A sprinkle of wind tomorrow, but beautiful Albuquerque weather the rest of the week. 
I need you to convince friend of the show, loyal listener who hasn't been to the lab yet this year that this is the time is now. It's right now. Oh yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I think we talked about this in April. It's still your opening day, right? Mm-hmm. We had we had opening day, but whenever you show up, it's your opening day. If you want to bring bunting, <laughs> put it up <laughs> yeah. because it's your opening day. Bring some bunting with you. Actually, I don't think you're allowed to I do that. I think there's a rule on displaying, you know, you can't hang over the banister. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, you cannot do that. Yeah, but actually- the point is, it's your opening day. And like you said, the weather's great. And look, it's, it's baseball. And the games go so much faster. They're done in 30 minutes faster than they used to be. We're averaging 235. And if you, if you want to see the boys, we're yep. going to be there three days this week. Correct. Oh, I got one more, too. Th- these six games will be the last six games that you will see of the home plate umpire calling balls and strikes. Ooh. Oh. The computer kicks in a week from today. We'll be in Salt Lake, and then the first time for the computer for a home game is May 24th. But these six games will be the last six where the humans are calling balls Do and strikes. Do they just stand there? How does that? What does that look like logistically? We're about to find out in two weeks. Yeah. That is crazy. That They'll have something in their you. ear that tells them ball or strike. So, yeah, they're still there. I mean, they still have to be there if it's a foul tip, if it's a play at the plate, you know, fair or foul. There's still a lot of things that the home plate umpire has to do, uh, a lot of things. So they get a recommendation from Skynet. And then Not a recommendation. They, they get told. Oh, so they don't – okay. Yeah. No, they are told. So they, it's not like take this under advisement. So if they, if they foul off a ball, they still call it a strike. But otherwise – that's it. It's what they say it is. Exactly. That's so crazy. We're living in the future. And if, if you're clinging to the past like old man slow yeah, across me. from me, go see baseball this week because the future is now. Yeah, because it's ruined. No, I'm just kidding. You <laughs> want to, if you want to see the umpire make some mistakes, you have limited time to do it. <laughs> That's Your what last I'm... chance to boo a human and not yes. boo a computer. Hold up. Wait. So I have at my house two slave robots, one named Siri, one named Alexis. Okay. And I regularly yell at them for their misdoings. It is Alexis so bad at it, you call her Alexis to shame her? Is so that I, what you're doing here? No, Josh, I literally call Siri Alexis, and then I get mad at Siri when she doesn't answer. And I'm like, I'm like, what kind of terrible slave robot children are you? Figure it out, losers. You know what you should do is do what I do. What's that? Put your Alexa on top of your iRobot your Roomba yeah. and have it travel around the house so you can yell at it in every room possible. There you go. You, you like that plan, Josh? Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Josh is like, just, just like, stay away from my house, boys. <laughs> like, like you want to bring a Roomba to my house, by all means, I'll take it. This, they're not They're not cheap. They're exactly. spendy. That's why I don't have one. All right. What time, what time is uh, first pitch? First pitch is 6.35. On deck show at 6.15. I talk to Warren Schaefer, and I give Warren Schaefer a stat that he goes, ooh, that's going to make me a better manager. Ooh, ooh okay. Interesting. Interesting. There we go. You know I'm tuning in. I mean, I'll, all right, I'll tune in too. I mean, you know how I am. We're going to Thursday day game baseball. We're going to be live at the park on Friday. And then Sunday we're petting dogs. No, goats. 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 Goats and rabbits and 100% not an anaconda. So don't be scared, Fred. Are there any anacondas there, Josh? Not currently. Well, not, but it's not only Tuesday. Sunday, though, who knows? <laughs> oh, little Jimmy Buffett in the background. You guys are partying yeah, over there. It's over there. Get the Absolutely. little birds on the shoulder or whatever. Josh, you're the best. Thanks, guys. So I'll not. see you. Uh, am I going to see you Thursday? Yeah. Yeah, hey, go ahead and put us down, too, for the chili race. We want to do that. Um, 
Frozen T-shirt contest is a good day one, so we'll do that as well. These um, are all Dylan Storm problems. Uh, any, anything, uh, ex- problems. anything except for the balloon popping one. The, no, that one. That's the one we want. That one's sexual. We'll hey, do that hey, one. Hey, hey, hey. Josh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. He's very good at this. I, he wanted out like two minutes ago. Well, it's whenever I start asking for things. I kind of, kind of ran off the rails there the last two minutes, and he knew it was over. I do the vital approach. I'm like, hey, like get guys, some? I got stuff to do. Let me out. He's like, he's like, I'm actually at work as compared to your hobby work, whatever you call this. <laughs> it's hard to explain this sometimes to people. Sure. I met with a new friend of the show today. No names yet. Whatever. We'll get that all worked out. Sure. And I met with a new friend of the show today, and they're like, like, all right, talk to me about the dynamic of the program. And I'm like, couldn't you just listen? You should just listen. Might just be a lot easier. And like. You're going to listen more than once because we might miss you on the first one. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. D, sports animal. You know, Fred, sometimes people just know your worth. They just get to meet you immediately and they, they just get it. Sometimes you got to prove your worth, you know? What? Yes. Put a pin in our off-air conversation. Not 100% falling here and I'm not tracking on this one, big dog. I couldn't find reverse golden ratio yeah. on Urban Dictionary, mm-hmm. but I did find the Fibonacci. Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, I All can't. Right. I can't say any of this. <laughs> yeah. Went to New Mexico Pinion this morning. Okay. So I went to the one on Alameda. That's a good one. It's a good one. It's arguably my favorite one. I'm a big Four Street guy. The Four Street one is arguably my favorite one. The West Side one in the mix though is my favorite one. West Side's got a drive-through. Super nice. Yeah. So I'm at the Alameda one because I got to go to Santa Fe today, right? I got to shoot up Santa Fe, come back. Whatever. And Alameda's just right it's there. It's right there. It's halfway there. It's like 30 minutes from Santa Fe. Yeah, so close. I'm ready to go. Sure. A nice little sit down, nice little meeting, nice little morning. I'm in there, so. So I'm in New Mexico, Pinion, and uh, my buddy Mike Bobo walks in, my buddy Michael. And uh, he's doing some stuff with uh, uh, 1-800-GET-JUNK. It's like this uh, pickup junk removal. I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great. So, uh, so I'm like, hey, you know, let's talk about the program, blah, 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 and we're going on. But the second he walks in, I'm, like, so excited to see him. I'm like, show me pictures of your kids. And there's, like, people around, and they're like, hey, this guy's showing pictures of kids. Let's check this out. And he's like. A lot of people just joined <laughs> in? <laughs> like, these are nice kids. It's like, oh. Fellowship. He does have nice kids. He does have nice kids. Anyways, New Mexico Opinion on Coffee. Proud sponsor of the show, Day Warner. Hang out with your boys as we hang out with them. All right, you brought this to my attention. Ooh, what? <sighs> so you told me yesterday, because I was on assignment with allergies. Oh, okay, I remember now. You told me yesterday that there are now, like from an official source, not just like your buddies. Like doing a shot in a beer. Right. Like an official source. Yes, yes, yes. That there are fantasy football rankings. Correct. Now, what's PPR mean? PPR? Yeah. Like the medical condition or the fantasy stat? I, I think as it applies to this, probably the fantasy stat. Points per reception. Okay. So I'm looking at a PPR fantasy football ranking. Okay. And you're like, well, that makes sense, Fred. Like, with the season just wrapped up. No. This is for next, next year. year. Are you kidding me? Multiple fantasy rankings came out May the 9th. Oh, by the way. May ha- the 9th be with you. Happy holiday to all the short kings out there. Happy 5-9 day. So, 
What? Yeah. There's a lot of short kings? Yeah. Just shout out to my shorties. Is this a Napoleon thing? Yeah. Nice. Super nice. Yes. It's May the 9th, and they're already putting out fantasy football rankings. Can you believe that? No, I cannot. And th- So I pulled them up, and I'm like, okay. The only thing I care about, obviously, is wide receivers. You don't need this until August at the earliest. I almost say it's a thing where you don't look at it until the day before your draft. I do like a week before, maybe two weeks. Do you or do you do like mock drafts? I do a couple. Okay, see, I don't do that stuff. Yeah, I I go hard on baseball. Football's too easy. Fantasy baseball—that's where the real men play, right there. I agree with that. Yeah, I used to do a fantasy uh, league where it was fantasy pro wrestling. A fantasy? Yeah, I would call it. Okay. Yeah, fantasy. I thought it was like you choose your favorite insects. Because you would, you would choose praying mantis. I would choose praying mantis first. So for me, it'd be a mantisy league. That's so yeah, that's so stupid. Mm-hmm. There are no rookies. There are no rookie wide receivers on this wide receiver list. So I know it's bogus because wide receiver is the only place where you can show up to the NFL and make an impact right away and be the best of all time. And they don't exist on this. So I know this is stupid. Well, rookie linemen can make a really big impact. But no one cares. Literally no one. Nobody. No one's ever been Not like, even their mothers. Uh-uh. Their mothers are ashamed. Whenever Warren... I raised a wide receiver, and here you are. Yeah. A lineman. Listen. No, I'm just kidding. It's the most important position. Lineman? Outside of quarterback. If you eliminated the line, the offensive-defensive line, would be a better game. You t- you're referring to flag football. What is that? No, 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 no. You still tackle. Oh, you still tackle? Yeah, you can still tackle. Well, I tackle people in flag football too, but this, well, that's gonna get you. I've gotten better. That's gonna get you. Yeah. I was the most penalized person in our flag football league five years ago. I was the Happy Gilmore of the flag football league. A lot of stories you should keep to yourself. Took off his cleats and stabbed a guy. This he stabbed him. Are you talking about you? Yeah. No flag football league is allowing you to wear cleats. Charges were dropped. You can wear turf shoes, but you cannot wear cleats in flag football. Well, I mean, you don't got to show them to anybody. You're not supposed to wear sharpened cleats. I learned that the hard way. It's weird to me how so many things in your life are a weapon, but then I see the rest of your life. Look at the way I'm built. I have to have weapons on me at all times. Me and Robert were just talking Very about skinny. That. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Me and Robert Gibson, who hosts this show basically every second that I'm not here, we were saying just how scrawny and pathetic you were just yesterday. Yeah. I weigh 165 pounds. No, you do not. That's, pre, I, that's pre-depression. I weigh 162 and a half pounds. That's what and I'm 5'11". Yeah, but also what you described, that's what Cooper Cup weighs, and he's the number one running ride receiver in the NFL. Cooper Cup is at least 185. They do not let people in the NFL that weigh 162 and a half right. pounds. He's 208. But okay. you do have a better beard than him. Thank you. I got one thing on him, at least. Is A. Marie here yet? Because I see Justin Jeffries is the number two overall guy. And I don't feel like if you're going to rank wide receivers, that that is, that is correct. Justin Jeffrey, Just, Jefferson? His name's not even Jeffries? I, I was going to correct you, but I just wanted you to go on. Is he any good? No. Is he new? Are you serious? He's uh... He's got to be a new one, right? He was ranked way lower last year, but this year he's uh, <clears throat> moving on up. He's moving on. Oh, there you uh, go. Yeah, okay. 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 
It's a Jefferson, Jefferson joke. Jefferson joke. Yeah, it's the Jefferson. Well, how can you rank him number two overall? Because there's not a single another wide receiver on the whole team. Well, they're all so hurt. They can't throw it anywhere except for him. Yeah. So that so you just have to cover that one guy. That's the whole offense. The whole defense is all right. We'll cover Justin. Don't call me Jeffries. Jefferson. Who's Justin Jeffries? Is that someone else from another walk of life? Justin and, Jeffries. I don't know a lot of Jeffries. So then. They don't throw it to anyone else. They got zero other people. There's the the Australian comedian, Jeffries. What's his name? I literally have no idea what you're talking Something about. Something Jeffries. Justin Jeffries was a lineman from Louisville, went to Kentucky. That's got to be a coincidence. There's no way I knew that in the world. Yeah, there's no way. It's just an accident. <laughs> Jim Jeffries is the Australian comedian. Jim Gaffigan is He's really name. funny. Jim Jeffries is. Jim Gaffigan. Is Stefan Diggs still in Minnesota? Is he doing well? Man, what year is it to you? Is he is he going to be out there catching the ball? You're uh, thinking of the white uh, Stefan Diggs, Adam Thielen. Oh, yeah. He's the other guy. Is he good? He's very good. All right. Especially for a white guy. Here's the lineup you need to win in Minnesota. You need Chris Carter on the left. Strong. You need... Randy Moss on the right. Very strong. Put a guy – give me, like, an all-purpose running back, a guy who can kind of do a little bit but do it all, kind of like a Robert Smith-style dude. Put him at the running back position. Who's, like, a really good quarterback could help that team? Dante Culpepper. So, if you could put that lineup out there – Miss me with Culpepper. <laughs> give me all the Randall Cunningham you got. <laughs> Randall Cunningham's my dude. But, yeah, anyways – Jim Kleinsaucer, was he up there at that time? Who is studying fantasy football rankings in May? So stupid. Why are we even talking about this? Okay, because it's so friggin' absurd. But, man, they put C.D. Lamb in number seven, and it's, I think Tyreek Hill's a hard sixth. It's not even the all-star break, you uh, junkies. You need help. And then I got to I got to get ready for my draft on May the fifteenth. Hey guys, we put out this draft information yesterday. It didn't really catch any heat, so let's, let's sprinkle a little Tom Brady news today and see what the fan base does. Yeah, it's like feeding fish in a bowl. Now here we are covering both. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up with a little Mike Tyson talk before the top of the hour. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Need to hire? Need indeed. Their hiring platform makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates in one place. Sponsor a job and immediately get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Well, we've got a new crash to tell you about. It is northbound on I-25 approaching Lead Coal, and that is causing slowdowns. Already been slow in that area before that crash, so it's uh, really slowing down there. Be careful getting through there. Also, uh, slowdowns right now westbound on Paseo, Jefferson to Coors, I-40 westbound. you got uh, slowdowns starting as you approach the interchange, and they're going to last until Unser. And don't forget, uh, north of the city, southbound I-25, uh, we've got that crash near La, La, La Cienega, and that is uh, causing slowdowns there. So be patient, be careful if you are traveling through there this afternoon. Plan for the expected. Insure against the unexpected. Get a quality life plan. Call 858-GATEWAY. That's 858-GATEWAY. This report brought to you by Gateway Insurance.
If you see an accident, call the Traffic Tracker Hotline at 767-9167. Brought to you by American Home Furniture and Mattress. Shop in-store or online at AmericanHome.com. They guarantee you'll pay less. I'm Michael Carlisle from the 96.3 News Radio KKOB Traffic Center. This is Maggie Gray with the CBS Sports Minute, sponsored by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Tom Brady becoming the lead analyst on Fox NFL games when he retires surprised me on many levels. First off, it seems pretty standard for someone of his stature to be joining a booth. Second for Brady, I never realized how much he loved being in the spotlight. The biggest question is, what's the end game for Brady? Is it NFL ownership? Not sure how a decade calling games is going to lead to that. I'm Maggie Gray. Telling it like it is. Here's the issue with Harden. He's eligible for a four-year contract, an extension, for about $230 million, potentially 270 Declining, enigmatic player. Let's pay him a fortune. Daryl Morey loves Harden, so my guess is they'll pay him. I don't think it's the answer. I'd move off Harden. The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Weekdays at 1 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports the Animal. Sports Animal. I'm attorney Kevin Rowe. When you're hurt in a car wreck, time matters. The amount of time it takes you to call for help, the amount of time it takes you to get medical treatment, and the amount of time it takes you to call an attorney can all affect the value of your case. We have a team of professionals and a network of experts who are waiting to begin working on your case the moment you call. The faster you call us, the faster we can get you all the money you deserve. In a wreck, need a check? Call Literal Row Injury Attorneys today at 544-4444. We're available 24-7. Insurance Research Council, July 2014. The Albuquerque Isotopes are back in town Tuesday to take on the Sugarland Space Cowboys, AAA affiliate of the Houston Astros. Take the day off Thursday for some Dave baseball with first pitch scheduled for 11:05, or join us over the weekend for some post-game fireworks happening both Friday and Saturday night. For tickets and more information, visit abqisotopes.com. Albuquerque Isotopes Baseball, the best family entertainment in town. You're the one everyone looks to for answers. Come rain or shine, the job must get done. And you're the one who makes it happen. We get you, Jackie and Fresno, putting your employee safety first. And Manny in Chattanooga, whose local Granger team knows him by name. We're here for you and all the ones who get it done. With 24-7 customer support and access to product specialists to help you find what you need. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Improve your gas mileage and save money with Fuel System Cleaner from O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get two bottles of Lucas Fuel Injector Cleaner for just $10. Plus, earn double O rewards points and get your next reward even faster. For a clean, lubricated, more efficient fuel system, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or shop online at O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Scott Stigler for Indigo Mortgage. Interest rates are creeping up, but that online lender that rhymes with pocket says you can get a super low rate with them. Ben Lucero at Indigo Mortgage says don't be fooled. Any mortgage lender can get you a low rate. It just depends how much you're willing to pay to buy down that rate or if you're willing to take an adjustable rate mortgage. Usually lenders offering a crazy low rate are being dishonest because if borrowers look at the fine print, they'll see that rate ends up costing 
costing thousands of dollars. These are the gimmicks unscrupulous lenders use to get you to call. Before you know it, you're in a bad deal. Trust a local lender like Indigo Mortgage instead. Call 836-5700 or go to indigomortgage.net. If you think you're getting a low rate from an internet lender, get an offer from Indigo Mortgage and compare. That'll be an eye-opener. 836-5700 or indigomortgage.net. Nobody cares more about your mortgage loan than Indigo Mortgage. NMLS 188-348. Don't miss the opening drive with Jeff Simbietta and J.J. Buck. Start your morning weekdays at 7, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Jerry Wright dropping the beat. Filling in for Michael Vital today, who's on assignment. Where's Michael at? Rio. What was it? Rio what? Rio rat? What was it? The Rio rat hole. The Rio rat hole? It caught caught the nickname. Rio Rancho had the nickname Rio rat hole because that's where people in witness protection would be placed. The snitches. Yeah. There you go. Learned that today on the program. Isn't that great when you get to learn something new? Oh my gosh, every day. That's like that's one of my parts to a good day. Is like learning something. Yeah. And then being able to share. I like being able to share with others. Learn something. You share something. Yeah. You get moved to laughter. And yeah. You get moved to tears. Yeah. Well, well that's the Jim Valvano one. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. Thank you. Mike Tyson is not going to be charged by California, which, by the way, I don't know where this airplane was, and I don't really know the rules on that. Do you get – is an air, is the is there also – is there just aviation law that I don't know about? Don't quote me the right brothers, Jerry. Because is it – you if you take off from California, are you under California law? If you're landing in Texas, are you under Texas law? Is it the state you're flying over whenever you set off? The smoke detector? Like, how do you know what rule is what rule on an airplane? That's an excellent question. It's not like uh Is it federal? It's like when you take a boat, like you get far enough from the United States. Ah, international waters. You're in international waters, so the laws don't matter. Yeah. Where are we going? We If you're high enough in the air, do the, the laws of the land not matter anymore? Now you're in the laws of the sphere. Yeah. You're in altitude laws and if you're flying to texas in west canaan we got laws or if you're in the streets of sunny philadelphia sunny philadelphia yeah ain't no laws in them streets oh i like that one yeah yeah not gonna- oh by the way loyal listener friend of the show yeah if you're worried about me i have not yet turned into ant-man i'm just itchy so i haven't been able to shrink myself i haven't been able to enlarge myself I have not been able to communicate telepathically. What is the what do you I haven't gained any strength at all whatsoever? Were you bit by an ant? I'm just itchy. Yeah, I was bit by an ant. That's brutal. Yeah, yeah. The swelling's gone down a lot. So you you announced that on the show yesterday? I didn't know about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't tell tell you in the meeting because like we were actually talking about real stuff yesterday morning and you you didn't want to hear about my problems of being bit by an ant phone lines are lighting up and i don't know if it's home remedies for ants or clarification on an aviation law thank you for that top of the hour when we get back two men on 95.9 fm and am 610 d sports everyone's poor subwoofers right now what is going on with that bumping all right jerry so this is your first i9 varsity okay 
Okay. So the I-9 varsity, what that is, is we identify throughout the course of the program a topic, and then we pick the varsity team of that topic. Okay? Okay. So this is not JV. This is not guys that are not on the varsity team. This is top top shelf. Best of the best. League office 280 at i9sports.com, 505-312-4999. Connect with i9 sports. Get your youth involved. All right, so Van, would you like to go? Van, please go first. I will go second. And then, Jerry, you will go last in recommendations of today's I-9 Varsity topic, which is Music Brothers. We'll go first so Jerry knows what he's doing. Yes. Even though you explained it very well. Well, I'm pretty good at this. Yeah. Yeah. I got to start off with what I consider the GOAT. You're right. I'll go first. The Jackson 5. Okay. So the Jackson 5 is number one. Not only is there one, there's five. Therefore, that's more than two. Give me five brothers. So the conversation is basically over at this point. The Jackson five brothers, but there's also a sister. So it could be also the Jackson two sisters. family. Janet and LaToya. Well, I mean, what did LaToya do? I mean, we're not going to. What do we do? We said varsity. Besides the psychic sure. network. Not, Sorry. LaToya. We're in the rules. Yeah. It's okay. You're new. You don't yeah, get you it. You didn't yet. know. You didn't know yet. Okay. LaToya is not even like in the varsity of psychics. No. 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 Obviously, it's Cleo it's number Cleo one. Cleo number it's one. Cleo number one. Yeah. I think my number one, my first face on Rushmore, my starter on the varsity, mm-hmm. is the Allman Brothers. Oh, very good. Because number one, they made great music. Dwayne and Greg. Yeah. And number two, they look like half the people at my family reunion, and I find that very comforting. In. 100% in yeah. on that. That's a very good one. So you kind of got your sea legs now. All right. So you understand what's going famous on? Famous br- musician brother. What's the first on your varsity, Jerry? Well, he stole my Jackson 5. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, I mean, that's yeah, part sure. of the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You say that now. Um, <laughs> Sticks. Ooh. Oh, okay. It's, okay. Uh, great. Now I'm drawing a, a blank is the brother's names, but the bassist and the drummer. Okay. Oh, they're not the Sticks brothers? Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. what. Okay. That's yeah, what John and Joe Sticks. John that's, and Joe Sticks. They're pretty good. They got it. It was Rick and Steve Stick. They know the game pretty well. Okay. So. Chuck and John Pinozo. Oh, oh Pinozo. the Pinozo boys. Yeah. Yeah, their mom is the uh, block mom. Yeah, the dad is uh, <laughs> Pinozo the clown. Yeah, everyone knows. Chicago, everyone hey, knows Hey, do you nosy Pinoz? You know what I know? Uh-huh. I'm going to go with the obvious. My favorite band of all time. My The only album I own on vinyl. Oh, stole my next one. The absolute most banger brother duo in the history of all things. Creators of What's the Story, Morning Glory. Nolan Liam Gallagher of Oasis which put out what I believe to be one of only three perfect albums in the history of all music. The other one, of course, being Bush's 16 Stone and then Pearl Jam's 10. Strong G- work. Give me Nolan Leon Gallagher of Oasis. You're not going to include Nelly's country grammar on that list? Hot know, stuff! I know how strongly you feel about that one. Going down, down, baby. I started off with a band that has the word brothers in the name. Oh, very smart. And I'm going to continue mm-hmm. with a band with brothers in the name. Mm-hmm. This, um, it's a good good brothers to play when you're getting it on. Oh, okay. Highly sampled in hip-hop lore, the Isley Brothers. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Take a little piece of that, make a little yeah. piece of this. Okay, I like that Isley a lot. Isley Brothers. Ernie and Marvin. Yeah, well, and, I mean, Sally Bernice Isley, the mother. Ron, I mean, who Ron, gave birth here? Involved. Everyone knows Ron Isley, but it, the younger brothers joined later. Not enough people talk about Marvin. A lot of brothers. And it's a it's a double brother scenario because they're brothers and they're brothers. That's a brother breakthrough. Yes, it is. All right. 
What you got, Jerry? How about the BGs? Smart. Yeah, they only wrote hits. That's an easy yeah. one. Yeah, yeah they. There was a time when oh, you could not admit to liking the BGs. Says who? Well, when I was growing up, and uh. it was you know disco sucks and yeah, but man, their music has stood up to the test of time, in my opinion. I think it's a very good answer. It's way better than my answer of Anne and Nancy Wilson of Heart. So I know we were going with We're brothers, sister. Yeah, but they sing with the soul of the brothers. Oh. So I'm going to say that they qualify as brothers, even though they're sisters. Give me Anne and Nancy Wilson, uh, obviously collectively of Heart. I was thinking about going with the theme of brothers bands with the word brothers yeah. in the name of the band, mm-hmm. but I'm a, I'm just going to throw that out. Just yeah, throw that out, and I would be remiss. Not to con- include the brothers that are also my namesake. Oh. So obviously I got to go with Alex and Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, very good. Of Van Halen. That can't be correct. Got to represent Van, yo. Is that real? Van Halen? That's not real. Van Halen brothers? Yes. So I, Larry, you don't know this. D- Jerry, I'm sorry, not Larry. Jerry, you don't know this. I'm legitimately named after Manfred Mann. Like, legally, my name is not Fred. He he obviously guessed that, because who else would name their kid Manfred? Okay. He's, not, this is he's not a just, fan of Manfred Mann. Just unacceptable. His middle name's Mann, also. It's, no, it's, my name is not Manfred Mann Slow. That is stupid. It's my well, friend of the show, loyal listener, that's 100% true. <laughs> Make this verbatim from now on. His name is Manfred Mann Slow. There you go. You got another one, Jerry? Sure. Uh, kind of stretching the parameters, but uh, very smart. Let me go with the Ramones. They weren't real brothers, but this, okay, okay. But they were. They had the same last name. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Dee Dee, Joey, yeah, and for best. certain Eskimo. So if you have to be a form of brother, I think Eskimo brother is perfectly acceptable for this. As we are, that's well, that's a weird on-air admittance. Well, we've and, talked about it before, so the day oneers already know we're Eskimo bros, anyways. Jerry, me, and you soon, once we start partying together. <laughs> then we'll be. Yeah. yeah we have a secret handshake, too, by the way. The I mentioned it earlier in the movie, and I thought, earlier in the movie, earlier in the program, I thought you guys might pick up on it. I'm going to go with the Blues Brothers. Very good. Give me Jake and Elwood Blues. Um, they could kind of do it all, and they hated Illinois Nazis. And Plus, they're <laughs> fictional, and you get to just say whatever you want. It's, yeah. what do you, I mean, what do you mean fictional? They... Performed actual music. They were on Saturday Night Live. It was musical, musical guest, the Blues Brothers. All right, we don't have enough time, but me and you're going to have the the make believe talk after the show. It's, it's on TV. It's got to be real. It's not real, Fred. I Al- can't stress that enough. Alternative facts. Yes, alternative facts. <laughs> <laughs> next on, next on my I nine varsity uh-huh. of musical brothers. I'm going to go with one that's current. Okay. And I'm going to jump back on my theme yeah. of bands who are brothers with brothers in their name. Okay. And go Avid. Yeah, the Avid brothers are very good. Yeah. And let me tell you. If you if you were to be like, tell me where that band's from, you know they're from North Carolina. There's no confusion about where they're from. Because they take off their shirt and rally it around their head like a helicopter. But stand up. Yes. <laughs> By the way, the Avid brothers, phenomenal live. Don't really care for their studio stuff. If it's your jam, God bless you. What if you're like brothers, but you're not like the spotlight, like in Radiohead? Like, cause uh, like Colin, one. yeah, because yeah, yeah. Colin and Johnny Greenwood, they're the guys. Sure. But they're not the guy. 
Yeah, yeah. That's like Tom York is the guy. Right. You're a backup brother is what yeah. you are. Like you your background brother. You're a, you could be twins for all we know. That's we don't know. We don't know. You're not one of them You're one of your brothers, but you're not one of the Literally boys. Literally no one knows. Yeah. Know Jerry, you got one more on your well, list? I know Jerry started working. No, he's gotta work. Don't don't worry about yeah, it. He's you don't gotta work. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. We're missing, you're leaving out the most famous one, and I thought you would have got it better. The Everly Brothers. No. What? <laughs> what? Okay, what's your number one answer? Well, obviously, you go Doobie. I went the other way. Well, they're not actually brothers. The name of the band is the Doobie Brothers. The name of the band's the Doobie Brothers, but they're not brothers. I guess, you know, this is our varsity, and it's open to interpretation, yeah. and it could mean whatever you want it to mean. So they are musical brothers. They're- Statler Brothers. Who? Who? Who's that? Statler I, Brothers. I'm the Stat, what are they in? The Statler. That's uh, old country music. All right, I'm pulling that up. Okay, they look the part. Yes, they do. Yeah. I, in my head, I imagine the Statler Brothers and the Oak Ridge Boys just, like, fighting to the death. Because like, so, they're so similar. They can only be one. Actual boys and brothers, Brian Dennis and Carl Wilson of the Beach Boys. Hold on, what? So Brian, who's yeah. the most famous of the Beach Boys, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian Wilson, Dennis and Carl Wilson, yeah, yeah, yeah. all of the Beach Boys, brothers and boys, that's like a double qualifier. That's too much. I wasn't going to say them. Well, and also, <laughs> earlier, you put a lot of emphasis on pompous, which we know is not a word. Not a word. But I don't think Kokomo is a word either. That's not a place. That's what I'm saying. Right, right. There's a brilliance about this. You can get as pompous as you want at Kokomo. Oh, don't. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that to me like that. <laughs> Especially since April 1st, because I don't even know what kind of weed you're buying anymore. And if you go and you get the pompous coca mode, like that's got to be like $8 an ounce. I have no idea. You know a good time to get all pompous and Kokomo? Like the second September ends. Like that's the <laughs> best time ever. <laughs> it's pretty good, actually. ACDC, I think, would be on the list. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they'd be on the list. They mess around. With ZZ Top, are they brothers? They look like it. They're probably brothers and uncles. They, Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not related. <laughs> they're not? No. They look like they're related. They look like it. Yeah. That family tree didn't fork. No. No. No, it didn't. No. No, you no, go didn't. down to South Texas and you throw a stone, you're going to hit somebody like that. That's yeah. That looks like that. I know. That's my family you're talking about. <laughs> yes. That's my distant relatives. Yes, I do go to reunions. Yeah. That's my first Almond Brothers joke. Kim and Kelly deal of the Breeders. How do you feel about that? Best bass line in the history of all music. Oh, man. That's bold. You don't think? The best bass line in all music? In, all mu- in the history of all music, give me Cannonball by the Breeders. It's the best yeah. bass line of all time. That's really good. Unless you think otherwise, because I can't. That'll be our next varsity. Best best baselines best in the bass history. Lines. Yeah, yeah. There are some fire baselines. Some fire baselines. But the Cannonball by the Breeders, which, by the way, I don't think the Breeders ever did another thing. For all we know, they have, like, won multiple Grammys, and we just have no idea because they made that one song. Does that? Oh, Riders of the Storm. All right, so there's a bunch. I just Googled best baseline. No, no, no. Save it. Save it for another time. <laughs> Let's not do this one. We don't got enough time anyways. When's Josh come on? 615? Correct. Okay. 
do we have to do a commercial? No. We don't have to, right? We just go straight into it. <laughs> That's the way it should be. Uh, My favorite thing, too, about doing, like, um, like the, the, the Varsity of Brothers, like Brothers in, mus- in Music or whatever, is there's somewhere, like, Good Charlotte, right? There's somewhere where, like, there's these joke guys, Joel and Benji Madden, who, like, went on to make a lot of money and be really successful in their, like, certain small, stupid circles, and they're not even worth making fun of. Like they're I mu- wasn't going to mention them at all. Like they popped into my head. I was like, definitely not those guys. No, but like here's they did it. Like and kind of only because they were brothers, right? Like what about that band was anything? Like they wouldn't even make my varsity of like Canadian punk rock, watered down brothers with tattoos and spiky haircuts who wear puka shell necklaces, who Eiffel Towered. Avril Lavigne. They wouldn't even make that list for me. They're from Maryland. <laughs> They're not Canadian? No. Huh. It's not even close. Sorry. <coughs> They're from Maryland. You're an idiot. Oh, which that's basically Canada. And it wasn't Avril Lavigne. It was um not Paris Hilton. What's Paris Hilton's girlfriend's name? Oh, uh Nicole Richie. Nicole Richie. Okay. Here's your pop culture for the week. Thank you. Ice toast. Thank you, TMZ. Ice Toast Baseball all night long. Josh Sushan will be bringing you that. It's only going to take two hours and 20 minutes. Ask A. Marie. She set up dinner reservations after the game. <laughs> Van, we miss anything? I don't believe so, my friend, but whatever we did, make sure you check out the opening drive tomorrow morning with Jeff, JJ, and uh, Miss A. Marie, who's right there. I need a, I need a one name like A. Marie. Like, like, imagine just being able to go off, get married, change your entire existence, and you're still just a Marie. Well, it could be like man for man slow. You say it like really fast together. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.